Girls Rock Chicago is a nonprofit dedicated to developing leadership, fostering self-esteem, and encouraging self-expression all through music with girls, transgender, and gender non-conforming youth. Girls Rock Chicago Camp starts up this summer, and in anticipation, they're throwing a carnival on May 19th. Joining me to tell us all about it are Gabby Hirsch, Girls Rock Chicago's program coordinator, and Britt Julius, a Girls Rock Chicago advisory board member. Welcome to Vocalo. Yay! Yay thank you for having us. This uh, organization has been close to my heart for a long time because it marries two of my favorite uh, special causes, uh, empowering uh, young girls and youth and rocking out. It's yes. my favorite. Uh, so I touched on it in the intro, but uh, do you mind, Gabby, expanding on the, the mission of Girls Rock Chicago? At Girls Rock, we know that the music industry, like almost every other industry, is really heavily male-dominated, mm -hmm. and that girls and transgender and non-binary youth are not always encouraged to speak out and be loud and take up space. And so at our camps, it's a safe, supportive space for kids in the Chicago area and actually all over the world. These camps exist all over the world. And so our amazing volunteers are able to provide that for them for two weeks over the summer at our two camp sessions. And it's, a, it's an amazing time. The, these girls learn so much. But why is music the medium that Girls Rock has chosen to use to help these kids kind of figure out life and their place in it, Britt? Um, I think music is a really interesting um, medium in that it's always sort of been a form of um, self-expression. It's been a form of protest. It's been a form of just, you know, a way for um, people to kind of get their thoughts out. And so I think especially um, for the, the age range of girls who are actually in the Girls Rock program, um, it is sort of a perfect and prime time for them to sort of explore a lot of those like feelings, frustrations, aggressions, sadness, things like that that they might be feeling and maybe not have the actual language to articulate. Mm. And so, you know, with Girls Rock, it sort of puts those particular, um, puts the instruments in their hands, puts the means in their hands really to just sort of explore and have fun and not be sort of restricted if maybe they're restricted in other forms in, in their day-to-day -day lives in which they couldn't really have fun and express themselves. You said to me earlier that you came to Girls Rock uh, through a storytelling path. Right. Uh, tell me about uh, how storytelling fits into this whole experience. Absolutely. Yeah. So as you know, you know, I do a lot of music writing. I'm a, a columnist for the Chicago Tribune writing about music. And um, I also do a lot of storytelling and um, part of Chicago's live lit and storytelling scene. And so last year we had a, a pretty... Um, fun storytelling event that took place at the hideout. We had a bunch of really great local performers like Lily B and Elizabeth Gomez. Um, uh, the thing that was really, um, I think, was really compelling for the advisory board as it related to sort of storytelling was that you had this opportunity to talk about the way in which culture really um, helped define you or helped sort of um, just kind of shape the person that you are, but sort of do it in a way where, you know, it wasn't just sort of playing music, but it was sort of talking about um, um, the ways in which music kind of interacted in their lives. And so all the performers that we had last year, they really kind of, you know, they talked about stories from when they were like 16 years old and they were 20 years old. <laughs> and just in, in, in talking about, you know, music that's not just like rock music, talking about house music, talking about, you know, uh, just a, a variety of different genres and, and things like that. In general, though, I think that, you know, storytelling um, is... Uh, an opportunity to kind of get raw and get real and um, express yourselves. And so as it sort of relates back to what we were saying before about, um, you know, uh, young girls getting an opportunity to really express themselves, storytelling was really just another opportunity to sort of show and, and express um, how we felt about music and how music really affected our lives.
I gotta say, if this uh, had existed when I was a kid, it would have been a game changer. I did a, a couple of summers with Gallery 37, which uh, was a really great artistic opportunity for, for young people back in the boogie down 90s. Uh, but now this, this Girls Rock camp is so immersive and gets so much done in two weeks. Or Can you walk me through the Girls Rock camp experience? I would love to. So we have two different sessions, one in July, one in August, and they're each one week long. Mm -hmm. um, and during that week, campers learn an instrument in a group class in the morning, um, with either keyboard, drums, guitar, bass, or DJ and turntables. And then they take part in various workshops such as songwriting or performance techniques or gear repair. Um, we also offer a gender workshop, too. And then in the afternoon, they are formed into different bands with their band coach. They write a song together in five days. And then at the end of the week, they get to record their song and their tracks at Flashpoint Studios at Columbia College. And then on Sundays, that's their showcase. So um, this year, we're going to be at Lincoln Hall. Oh, yeah. that's fancy. <laughs> yeah. And I've, I've been to some of these showcases before, and the only people that look happier to be there than the kids are their parents. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Can you tell me about some of the feedback that you've gotten from the parents uh, about this experience and, and the things that you've taught their children? It's similar to what you said. A lot of our parents say, I wish I had this when I was a kid. Um, and even in just a week, we all see changes in... Um, kids being more comfortable sharing their ideas with each other, um, being really excited to share the new things they've learned. Um, they're learning a lot in a really short amount yeah. of time. Um, and so our, our parents are, some, some of our parents are volunteers too, and we're really lucky to have their support all along the way. Britt, why is it important for young girls to be surrounded with only other young girls when making this art at this point in their lives? Yeah, well, I think sometimes you just kind of need um, a safe space where you're not going to be judged, where um, you don't have to sort of feel like you have to perform to any sort of standards that might um, develop um, as it relates to being around young men in particular. I know when I was that age, right, like I played the flute, um, I did, you know, I played the drums, I was in a variety of different yeah. choirs and things like that. I always wanted to like be like in a band though and like have more fun and kind of play more contemporary music. Um, you know, I was doing like vocal jazz choir and things like that, like in an yeah. all female, you know, vocal jazz group. Um, and it was fun, but I, I really felt like intimidated by my school's um, kind of, you know, underground band scene and things like that. It was a whole bunch of, um, you know, young guys, guys who I had classes with who I was like, oh, I don't, you know, <laughs> I was like, I don't know if I'd want to kind of jump into that. I didn't really jump into it. It until I was um, in college, in fact. And so I think um, for, for these young women in particular, um, you know, they're at the ages where they are really getting kind of like interested in, in, in developing their own taste, their own interests, things like that. Um, and it's, you know, it's, it's um, I personally at least think that it can be a lot safer and a lot more welcoming when you're doing it with people who look like you, you mm -hmm. know, who maybe think like you, who are maybe going through the same experiences that you are as well. I uh, want to let the people know, uh, Gabby, who is eligible to be in, uh, in Girls Rock Camp and who can show up and volunteer. Absolutely. So our camp is for kids ages 8 through 16, as we've mentioned, girls, transgender youth, and non-binary youth. And then for people who want to volunteer, we need you. <laughs> and this, we really need you. And uh, we accept uh, women, 
uh, transgender of either gender and um, non-binary adults as well. If you're a cis man and you want to help out, uh, for our load in and load out, we need manpower <laughs> to load all of our gear. So we actually had an inquiry about that yesterday, which nice. was awesome. <laughs> I love that those folks want to, that everybody wants to get involved. Do you mm-hmm. necessarily have to uh, be trained uh. in music to help? You do not. So our volunteer roles include instrument teachers and band coaching, as well as workshop leaders, which, of course, if you we we do need you to be able to play some sort of instrument. Um, But within that workshop leader category or as well as our counselors, um, food assistants, front desk staff, um, before and after care, there are a ton of roles available to people who might not have ever played an instrument before, but are down for the cause and want to show up. So um, there's a spot for you. And you're having a, a volunteer uh, drive, I guess we could say, mm-hmm. at the carnival that you're throwing. Who doesn't love a carnival? Mm-hmm. Tell me uh, all about this event. It's happening at the Sleeping Village, one of my favorite spots in Avondale. Yeah, well, our advisory board has put together this amazing carnival. And as you mentioned, we're going to be recruiting volunteers there. Our volunteer coordinator is Allison LaCrone, who interned for us last year. And so she's going to be running an info session on all of the things you have to do, the forms you have to fill out, um, and things like that. Um, But our crew will be there, um, our staff, to answer other questions, too. And I think that Britt might actually be able to talk a little bit more about what the other activities of that night are going to look like. Yes, yes. Um, We have a lot of really great activities that are going to be happening. Um, In addition to having uh, performances from three amazing local acts, including the, um, at least in my eyes, (laughs) world-famous White Mystery. Um, We have um, Half Gringa, who I love so, so, so great. Um, We also are going to have um, American Bocce. They're setting up. We're going to have a bocce court there. It's going to be in Sleeping Village, which, if you've ever been there before, is a really big space, yeah. and they have a really big outdoor space as well. Um, we're going to have uh, two different tarot readers there, providing two different types of tarot, which, if you're into that kind of woo-woo mm-hmm. stuff like I am, um, <laughs> it's good to have, you know, varying opinions about what's happening in your life. Um, we are going to have, um, just want to make sure I go through everything, because it's a lot, photo booth from Glitter Guts, um, Eric and Sarah, they're amazing. We're going to have um, Steve Krakow from Plastic Crime Wave. Um, he's going to be doing sort of character art. We are going to have um, possibly like a balloon animal maker, just kind of trying to make it a, as much of a carnival as possible, but not um, in like the traditional way as well. So uh, unfortunately, there won't be like rides and things like that. That's fine. That's fine. Life is <laughs> you know, enough of a roller coaster. No fire breathers. They, they, wouldn't, they said that wasn't okay. But, you know, there'll be a lot of other sort of fun um, activities um, where you can sort of hang out with friends. You can get your tarot read. You can... Um, get some nice drinks and possibly eat some food. Um, and then you can learn a little bit more about um, Girls Rock Chicago and, and sign up for volunteering because we need lots of that as well. And here's some great music. Oh, yeah. Now, Girls Rock uh, has been around long enough that some of the OG students are now young adults. Do you get to keep up with their with their progress and see how they're doing and, you know, keeping up with the art that they've been making the whole time? The uh, alumni who I know the best are just from within our last year or two. And what's really amazing is that some of them have already signed up to volunteer for this summer and be junior counselors. I know. (laughs) So we've done, like throughout the year, different concerts that alumni have participated in at the American Bocce Company, for example. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I think that's encouraged them to keep in touch with us and keep supporting. Um, And I think because it made a big difference for them, they want to stick around and do that. 
I uh, can't wait to to hear what these uh, young girls come up with this summer. I, I love hearing about their lives and really kind of I'm just going to say absorbing the essence of their youth. It's, it keeps me going for sure. Uh, where can people find you on the Internet and how can they uh, sign up to volunteer? Our website is girlsrockchicago.org. And in the top right of our homepage, that's where the camp application is and our volunteer application. We're on Facebook at Girls Rock Chicago and Instagram as well. Um, and you could also email me. It's Gabby at girlsrockchicago.org or volunteer at girlsrockchicago.org. Those are the best ways to reach us. I am so glad that this is going to be another great summer for so many kids. Thank you both for joining me today. Thank you Yay. for having us. Thank you for having us, Jill.